Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Brand new week. Brand new Ben's story of the day. Ben is back at the 900 CHML Universal Headquarters at the corner of Longwood and Main. Keeping us on the air because that's what he does. And he does it exceptionally well. I wouldn't trade Ben for any other operator at the station. I hope none of the other ones are listening, but it's true. Does a fantastic job. We're thrilled that Ben is on this show. Anyway, we got to put him to work now. After all that, see that that's instead of giving him a raise, we just say nice things and hopefully he goes, okay, I'll take the compliment instead of extra money. Is it working? I'm pretty convinced thus far. Okay. Ben's story of the day goes like this. I'm going to give Ben three stories from around the world. And then Ben will decide using whatever Ben-isms he wishes, which story is his story of the day. We'll start with this one, Ben. You are running late to get to your air, to your flight. All right. You've, you've got a, you're getting a plane somewhere, whether it's a connecting flight, whatever you're running late. You think you're going to miss the plane. What do you do? Run faster. Good answer. You go all OJ Simpson through the airport. That's before your time. And when I say that anyone who's under say 35, that doesn't mean slashing and killing people at the airport. <laughs> that means hurtling <laughs> luggage to try and get to your rental car. Um, just to be clear, you gotta be, you gotta specify these things these days. All right. Run faster. Yes. Excellent answer. I'll tell you another answer. Less excellent. A woman in Chicago was appearing to be late for her flight in Fort Lauderdale and looked like she was going to miss her flight. So she came up with the ingenious idea that I know how I could stop it from pulling away from the attachment thing. Terminal. Terminal. Thank you. I know how I could stop it from pulling away from the terminal and buy myself some extra time. I'll call in a bomb threat. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know, I was told many, many, many years ago, I don't remember who told me, um, I'd like to think that I didn't have to be told this, but I was told anyway, when you're in the airport, never say the word bomb, don't joke about guns, don't, you know, the airport is the one place where you should never joke about anything, basically. Just walk in, get on the plane, sit down, accept the peanuts and the half can of pop and, you know, away you fly. Calling in a bomb threat especially, especially, this is last Monday, nonetheless, especially the week before 9-11. Yeah. It's really a poor, no. a poor bit of thinking. The other thing is you want your plane to fly after you get on it. Excellent point. You, this is going to keep everything <laughs> grounded for hours until everything has been cleared, checked, cleared again, double-checked, cleared a third time, and checked for that third time. Everything is going to be stalled and stopped. You're going nowhere. You want to be late for something? Oh, boy. And you know this woman will be the one who finally gets to the plane and then is the one complaining, when are we leaving? Yeah. Why is this plane so late? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, story number two, also from Florida. We're on a roll here. Uh, This one's from Dunedin, Florida, home of the spring training home of the Toronto Blue Jays. They're long gone by now. Uh, sheriff's deputies were in the middle of a tense armed standoff with a guy, with an armed man who was on the roof of a Dunedin home. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, okay. This is a serious situation. You've got the SWAT team out. You've got the, the police officers out. Um, you know, you don't want someone to get hurt. It's very serious. Well, here, 
here comes the local woman driving her golf cart <laughs> right, <laughs> right through the standoff. But that's not all. She was buck naked <laughs> driving her golf cart through the middle of an armed standoff that lasted for six hours when she all of a sudden emerged, uh, got out of the golf cart to see what was going on when she got into the middle of it. Now, between the gunman and the police officers, um, yeah, uh, how much do you want to bet that maybe there were some substances or alcohol involved? I suspect there is a very high likelihood of that. What I'm trying to picture now is, can you imagine the whine of the electric motor pulling along this go-kart or golf cart? Ooh, yeah, it would just be, but maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe this was a brilliant strategy by the police. You get a naked woman to pull up. Maybe the guy gets distracted long enough to put his gun down and you the guy's coming up behind him up the roof, yank him down or something. Who knows? Maybe. Or anyway, the, or the exact not... opposite. You need to get him flushed out. You go, oh, no, 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 no. And have him running the other direction. Maybe. I, it does not sound like this was part of the police's plan, just to be <laughs> clear. What, naked woman on a golf cart's not part of the standoff procedure? Not part of the protocol. That's right. The standard operating <laughs> protocol. And story number three uh, now, this is not a new story, although someone referred to this in an article, and it comes from a book that was written years ago about a guy from way, way, way back, Irene DuPont, who was the former president of the DuPont Company, which is, um, you know, the painting and everything. Uh, he lived from 1876 to 1963. According to this book that was written about him, and I love this part, he built a place in Cuba where he <laughs> collected... They call it a mess of iguanas. That's a group of iguanas. He collected a mess of iguanas and trained them to be attack iguanas. What? <laughs> He's got an what? army of attack iguanas at his disposal. If you were to break into his property, it's like, sick of boys. And all of a sudden, you know, hundreds of these iguanas go after you. It's like Jurassic Park on a slightly smaller scale with the raptors. You just hear like rustling in the bushes. You're expecting something way larger to come out. And all of a sudden, just all these iguanas come charging at you. And then the guy in the tilly pants and the hat, the guy from Dressburg, clever girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love this. An army of attack iguanas. I want one of those now. I don't know where I'd keep them. I don't know how I'd use them. I don't know what they do in a Canadian winter, but I want an army of attack iguanas. Anyway, story of the day, Ben. Will it be the woman in Fort Lauderdale who was late for her plane, so she called in a bomb threat to try and delay its takeoff? Will it be the naked woman on a golf cart who drove right into the middle of an armed standoff between a shooter and the police? Or will it be the guy who once created an army of attack iguanas in his Cuba home called Xanadu? Xanadu, that's a good name. Maybe someone should make a song about that. Maybe. Huh. But I gotta mm. say, something about this Florida golf cart riding woman who I'm just trying to figure out what it's like from the officer's perspective where you see this lady just pull right in Get out, take a look. Oh, well, you guys got a bit of an issue. He's got a gun up there. Uh, as you said, I'm reasonably sure that when they come up with all the processes for what could happen in an armed standoff, naked woman on golf cart has never been discussed as a possibility. Goes to show. You got to be prepared for everything. And we You're mean like everything. <laughs> you got to be a boy scout. Always be prepared. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.